You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, presented by the Milbon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, and a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Bedgear, the official pillow partner of the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. And here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. We've all heard some incredible stories in the running community about the life-altering effects of running, but this one is sure to blow you away. Jason Gardner was always the big kid. Start over. Oh, Josh wasn't ready. He was asleep at the switch. Got to start over. Ready? We hear some incredible stories in the running community about the life-altering effects of running, but this one is sure to blow you away. Jason Gardner was always the big kid, you know, the little extra hefty kid. At his heaviest, about 10 years ago, he was 426 pounds. That's right, 426 pounds. He decided to make a change. It started with diet and exercise and now includes running. We'll let him tell you how he did it and where he ended up in his one-man, one-year, 150 personal goal. Jason, welcome. How you doing? Doing wonderful. Thanks for having me. And uh, DC Lucchese, how are you? The same. Also wonderful. Excellent. And so as we are uh, taping this podcast, Jason is out for a healthy lunchtime walk. So uh, if he's huffing and puffing, uh, he's walking walking fast. So Jason, let's start at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> with that big kid. I'm guessing you had a pretty close relationship with food growing up, right? Yeah, pretty much just um, highly palatable food, uh, fed my emotions, got pleasure from that um i'm sure that you know about dopamine and the hits that you get from some of that mm -hmm. highly palatable yeah. food and i just was in a constant state of trying to make myself feel better from not uh just loneliness really you know mm -hmm. couldn't really find a girlfriend was just stuck in that perpetual loop and uh one day, I guess about two years ago, a little over two years ago, I was uh, done with it. Took control of my life. Yeah. Got uh, got engaged to my girlfriend. And, Go on, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know so, what? She's now my wife. There you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was uh, very unhealthy very unhealthy way of handling my emotions is is the best way I can really put it. And the fact that, you know, the food's so processed and highly palatable, I just didn't, didn't know when to stop, you know, found it hard to. Um, yeah, that's, that's a, that's probably the best way I can really put it. Yeah. So, you know, growing up, um, th there was that guy in, in, in our school, in our class, as you put it, you know, the, the overweight kid that, that made jokes and, you know, that was his way of, <clears throat> you know, finding validation or whatever you look for as a kid, you know, you grow up and, and there's this peer pressure and you know, you're different. And in this case, it's because of weight. And so the reason people like you is because of your sense of humor and the, the dumb things that you say and do. And, you know, I was, I was not overweight, but I was in that same category saying 
dumb things and doing dumb things just to get attention and trying to get approval. But um, at, at that point in your life, did, did it occur to you what you were doing? And did you ever think that you would get to be, you know, 400 and what was it, 426 pounds? That's a very good question. Um, I knew what I was doing to myself. Um, I can't speak for everyone that ended up in the same kind of situation or who are currently in that situation, but I knew what I was doing to myself. Did I ever think I would be 426? Cause that's not, that's not just a little overweight. Like, let's be honest. That's, that's really heavy. Um, no, not even close. Um, I would even look at myself in a mirror and, and lie to myself really and say that, you know, I'm not that big. And when it comes down to it, I was, um, doctor visits, he would tell me what I needed to do. It wasn't any magic pill. There was, there was nothing like that. That's not how I lost the weight. Um, no surgery, anything like that. And I just didn't want to listen. I guess that's, yeah. Um, Did you play sports when you were in high school? So, very good question. Um, That's kind of what partly led to me getting overweight was I was in Little League football. And when I was in Little League football, I got a broken arm. I broke my humerus and was in a couple years of recovery because yeah it it was a a broken arm that led to me having to have multiple surgeries because when it healed it healed over top of a cyst so there was literally a cyst inside the bone that was eating away at the bone and growing and breaking my humerus apart from the inside so they had to Holy take cow. that out. Yeah. Um, they had to take that out and then put bone marrow that they took out of my hip into my arm. So I was like as sedentary as you could really think. And it kind of, rather than me using the recovery the right way, I kind of just used that as an excuse. I guess after a while mm-hmm. and just stayed kind of sedentary and was on that same track my whole life. Um, eventually getting heavier and heavier and heavier. Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, you know, a couple decades later, I'm 426 pounds and yeah, <laughs> Re- reflecting back now that, that's uh, the combination of me being in a sedentary position, mixing with the fact that I'm not eating very healthily. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just a recipe for disaster. And you talked about, uh, I mean, very briefly, uh, you know, you couldn't possibly summarize your entire life experience, you know, in a, in a couple of minutes here. But the journey you learned and you mentioned, I had to write this down, you said, you know, and eventually, you know, nothing flipped that switch, but eventually just a couple of years ago, something did flip that. What was that? And what made you go, Hey, I gotta, I gotta turn. Well, like you said, I gotta flip the switch, man. What was that? So 
that's that's a very good question. Um, pretty much, I up until that point, I had a girlfriend, but and we were we were doing great, and I wanted to make her my wife. I realized that I finally had something to me that I felt like was worth living for. Um, because up until that point, I really wasn't taking care of myself. And Mm -hmm. it was pretty much within the same week I proposed to her. My 40th birthday was coming up and it just kind of clicked. Like Mm -hmm. I don't just have myself to live for now. Um, I have a family and the last thing I want to do is be with her for a few years, suffer a massive heart attack and then have to be put in a grave. Yeah. That, that quickly. Um, I really wanted to show her that she was worth me living for, but mostly myself. Um, when I get when I get dedicated to something, I really I really stick to my guns. Um, but that was the big, I guess, aha moment. Mm-hmm. Flip, the the switch that got flipped was knowing that I had someone that loved me for who I was and loved me regardless of the appearance on the outside. Yeah, is is kind of what pushed me in the right direction to get things going. I guess you could say. Good for you, man. <laughs> I appreciate you. it. <laughs> it's really exciting. <laughs> yeah. So and like it, I said, now she's my wife. So <laughs> that, yeah, man. So it's like, you know, well then well, so what does what does she think of your transformation? Oh, she's extremely proud of me. Um neither one of us would have would have seen me running as much as I do now <laughs> with, the, you know, that's, that's a whole new journey, but yeah, yeah. I, it, it's what's, uh, partly what's kept me going, staying in shape, getting, actually getting in better shape. The best shape that I've been in my life is right now. Um, that's fantastic. now, yeah, from, from my, I mean, I got down to, at one point I was at 153 pounds, yeah, which was, was, you know, all the extra skin and stuff. That was, I wasn't looking very right. I looked kind of emaciated. I bounced mm-hmm. back a little bit from that. Yep. Um, so I'm a little heavier than I was then, but I'm a thousand times more healthy. That's great. Uh, yeah, man. Put on muscle. My running endurance now mm-hmm. is through the roof and I've never ran in my entire life until February of this year. Now we're at December and I've got 13 races in. Um, 14th one coming up actually this weekend. I'm going to be doing the Santa, um, the Santa run 8K in Charlotte. So that's fantastic, man. Oh, yeah. So when, when, uh, your running program, uh, how many, you, you run every day, you run six days a week, five days a week, how many miles a week? So like I said, I get a little I get a little crazy with this kind of stuff. I run every day. Good. There's not a day that right I don't on. run. Um, I know 
when I have a race coming up, like Saturday, mm-hmm. Friday, I'm not going to be out pushing my boundaries. I know that I need some kind of recovery. So, you know, pull it back a little bit. A couple days before, the day before, I won't do mm-hmm. nearly as much as I normally would do. Um, I'll make sure that, you know, I'm properly fueled up, got the right amount of hydration, just nonstop drinking water. So that yeah. when Saturday comes, I'm good to go because uh, the last thing I want to do is put myself behind. Um, right on. So I would say last week or the week before, total miles for the week. And this is running and walking. I definitely want to put that out there. I'm not mm-hmm. able to run nonstop for, you know, 15 Ks yet. I'm not there yet. I've only been doing it for a year, but I think I was at about a 95 to 100 miles accumulated through the week. Good for you, man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, My my goal every day is to make sure my watch says at least 10 to 12 miles and 25,000 steps. That's my goal. (laughs) That's a a strong goal. (laughs) Go ahead, Tim. At first it sucked. But now it's like another day. So DC's DC's got this bumper sticker on the back of his car. And and last week I went out for a run and it was just, it was, I don't know if you remember, it was that warm, humid morning and it was just, it was awful. And I ran and my legs were sore and Mm -hmm. my knees were killing me. And I'm like, that just totally sucked. And I, and, and DC's. Got a bumper sticker on the back of his car. It says "Embrace the suck," and I just felt like that was the <laughs> caption for my run that day: "Is embrace the suck." Because I mean, you got it in, but it, but it, it is yeah. what it is. Nothing you can do, and we all have you, those days. You right? said something very, very. You said something very valuable there. You got it in. You did it. Yep. Yeah. It may suck during that moment, but you know when you're at the end, you did it. You got it done for the day and you can continue with the rest of your day recovering and enjoying it. There you go, man. That's how I look at it. Now, Jason, I got to know. Every day I got to do at least six miles in the morning. Well done, man. Well done. Now, 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 did you, (laughs) did you do, are are you doing this all by yourself? Are you working with a coach? Are you working with a dietitian? Are you working with a therapist? Are you working with, you know, a masseuse or a chiropractor or are you, completely I'm on your own all on my own holy cow I don't have money to afford any of that kind of stuff I do I'm an analyst I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a service desk analyst for an mm-hmm. for IT for an electric company mm-hmm. um, and my big thing is like I've, I've got a fascination with numbers and yeah. analytics and you know I do a lot of research before I get into something, and especially mm-hmm. when I'm going into something like this, just yeah. so I don't end up hurting myself in the long run. Sure. Um, so I've learned, you know, trust the process. The weight loss, like I said, was 100% myself. I no dietitian, no nothing. Um, it just came down to me making a lot of healthier choices. Um, making sure, honestly, it was, it was a lot of calorie counting. Um, I, 
I took note on day one of mm-hmm. what I was consuming through a day, looked at that and was in utter shock and adjusted where I needed to may have been under eating a little bit. I'm not afraid to admit that now, but I got down to 180 pounds from my heaviest just by diet. I didn't, I didn't set foot in a gym, did no running, none of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pure diet up to that point. Then I started doing stuff like the gym, lifting weights. Um, and then at the beginning of this year, in January, I pulled a muscle in my chest and thought, I don't want to stop my progress. What can I do to continue getting healthier and better shape? Let me try running. Well, let me tell you, day one, I did a quarter of a mile and was ready to drop. (laughs) (laughs) We've all said that. Let's be honest here. (laughs) Yeah. So it sucked. But then, you know, a couple weeks later, I noticed, man, I'm getting better at this. I can stay on the treadmill for 10 minutes running. Then I'm at 20 minutes. Now we're almost a year later. I'm on the treadmill. I can go for an hour straight. Um, A few weeks ago, I did a 5K. Finally broke my my big goal for myself was I want to do a 5K in under 30 minutes. Finally did that. I did it in less than 28. Right on. Just I, I realize it takes time. Yeah. And it's not going to happen overnight. Dedication, you know? Yeah. You are correct, brother. Like the, you are correct. Like uh, John Bingham said, the, the miracle is not <clears throat> that I finished, it's that I started. And that's always stuck with exactly. me. And, and sometimes I feel that way. It's like, yeah. you know, the, the hardest 50 steps of your run are, are sometimes the first 50 steps. Cause you just, it's like, ah, I just, yep. you know, I don't really want to go out. It's cold or it's wet or it's hot or it's, there's an excuse. Right. And it's like, it'd just be easier to sure. sit on my butt and do whatever. And the fact that you get out and you get started, once I get started, I'm great. I'm fine. I'm, you know, it's beautiful. I love it. Right you on. Embrace well, now, Jason, yes. exactly. Embrace that suck, brother. Embrace now, the Jason, suck. We're, we're approaching <laughs> we're approaching a new year. Uh, you've you've had clearly a heck of a uh, a year so far. And we're approaching a new year. Uh, you, what are your goals? And I'm going to follow this up with another question, which is: I know other people are taking note of what you're doing, and clearly you are inspiring others. But first, hit me with those goals. So my goals are to stick with, uh, stick with doing my one Mm -hmm. race a month. Um, I actually have some already planned, uh, New Year's day, me and my wife are going to be doing a New Year's 5k together. Mm -hmm. Uh, she's been doing a couple of them with me, so I'm super proud of her for that. Um, then February we have the Charlotte 10 and four miler. That was actually the first race I ever did was the 10 and four miler of 2021. I did four. Well, this mm-hmm. time I'm going to be doing the 10. Sorry. Then we have in March, I'm going to be doing the, um, 
beer 5K. I can't the craft beer 5K and half uh, half marathon. Yeah. yeah My yeah. goal is to do the half. Good for I want to be able to do a full marathon soon, but I know that you know things take time. I'll get there. Um, April. <laughs> April, my next plan is I'd like to do my first Spartan. So I literally am already a quarter of the way in a year and just <laughs> Good for you. have it all mapped out. <laughs> Good for you, man. Uh, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Any, uh, I appreciate it. Any you know, words of encouragement to people who are maybe in that position you were in a year ago that uh, – are just, you know, they're sick and tired of being sick mm-hmm. and tired, but don't know where to start, don't know how to <laughs> get that motivation and, and uh, kicking in and, and, and beginning the journey. What would, what would you say to them? The best advice I could give is you have to understand things take time. Um, I didn't get here overnight. Um, it took me a year to get to the point where I can do – all the running that I can do now. And there's still days that I go out and like you guys said, you know, kind of don't feel like doing it, but I know that once I'm 10, 15 minutes into it, I got a smile on my face because I know I'm getting it done. Um, it's the biggest thing is starting. And the best advice I could give is start today. Don't keep saying tomorrow. There you go, eventually man. You're going to run out of tomorrow's to start. I love it. That's true. That's fantastic, brother. That and, is fantastic. And, and you never know when you're going to, when, when, when tomorrow's not going to come. You just, you don't know. Exactly. Everybody thinks they're, exactly. they're guaranteed to live to old age, but it's just not the way it works. So the that, way, uh, the way I was living at 426, I knew that I wasn't going to have many tomorrows left. Yeah. And, the last thing I wanted to do was my uh, eating habits and unhealthy routine be the reason of me ending up in a grave. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your Love story it, with us. Very, very inspiring. Absolutely. Thank you for uh, having me. You know, good time of year with, uh, with the new year, and uh, hopefully it inspires a couple of people who might be listening to this and just trying to figure out what they need to do. If anybody wants to get in touch with you, you got, uh, you got a way for people to, uh, tap into some of that mojo you got going. Yeah. Um, reach out to me. The best, the best way you can find me is find me on, uh, Instagram at one man, one year, one fifty. Um, I'm doing daily motivation. My progress through this whole thing and inspirational, inspirational quotes yeah um that's that's the best way you can get in touch and so it's the number one man the number one year and the number 150 yes sir all right jason my friend thank you so much for your time absolutely thank you for having me i appreciate it take care The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration and more information is at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Bedgear, the official pillow partner of the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. 
Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week, anywhere you listen to podcasts.